Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. B. Mitch out here b-boxing. That was pretty good, dude. I saw you looking. I'm like, he does not see me moving my lips. <laughs> You're a ventriloquist <laughs> beatboxer. Um, somebody I actually – I'm always excited to talk to Peter Rosenberg, but he's been doing these things on his Instagram page, talking about 50 years of hip-hop, and it's – I'm a hip-hop guy. It, it's, it's been really informative frankly, like yeah. learning about like early, early stuff. So with, with that introduction, let's welcome in our next guest, Mr. Peter Rosenberg, Peter, Peter. King of New York, Hot 97, ESPN New York. You can follow him at Rosenberg Radio. Peter, what's up, man? How are you? That's right. While you guys are out hobnobbing and gallivanting around the Super Bowl, probably getting free things from people, having lavish meals, I am editing nerdy hip-hop TikTok videos and releasing them. That's correct. <laughs> um, we we are enjoying ourselves in Arizona. You could probably hear it a little bit in my voice if I had to guess. Uh, I hear it. I hear it. Uh, the craps table got very loud last night at Talking Stick. Uh, all you heard was JP, Peter. <laughs> really? God, I'm missing out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but dude, I, I want to get to Commander stuff with you, but I've found the. 50 years of hip-hop stuff you're doing. And, and they had a tribute at the Grammys the other night. But at Rosenberg Radio, tell people a little bit like what you're trying to – because, dude, I, I feel like I'm learning watching some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's, a, it's a really cool time. And it sort of took a minute to dawn on me. I've been, I've been talking with there, – there's this one um, label that is uh, co-owned by Nas called Mass Appeal that has been kind of spearheading the, um, the, the, the hip-hop 50 movement. And they've been working on it for a couple years. Like, I've been hearing about hip-hop 50 for a couple years. Um, and up here also, they're, they're simultaneously building the Universal Hip-Hop Museum in the Bronx, which is going to be a full-on, real-deal, gigantic museum uh, dedicated to hip-hop in the South Bronx, the birthplace of hip-hop. So there's a lot of cultural stuff that's been going on here around it. And, yeah, I'm just embracing it because, it, you know, it just sort of dawned on me, like, I've, been, I've had this amazing bird's-eye view for the last 15 years. And then prior to that, I was such a student of the game as a DJ. And I realized that a lot of people who follow me know stuff, and a lot of people don't. You know, and a lot of people out there are – you know, 50 years old, have kids. The kids love hip-hop. The kids think they love hip-hop at least, but they know absolutely nothing about it. And, hey, I might as well use my old nerdy qualities to, to, to put some content out there that's useful. And so I'm trying to do that. And people seem to like it. And also, you know, the social media game is also but, about kind of finding content that you like making and that is and that people like getting. And, you know, this stuff is kind of universally liked as opposed to some of my more political content where every time I post it I lose as many followers as I gain 
<laughs> but think, think about it, though, like in 50 years, the impact that it's had. Well, you I, know, some of these genres came way before. Right. But hip-hop came in, and then people thought it was going to be a fad. And it's but worldwide. They kicked, the, they kicked the damn door down. Dude, and, and so I want to ask you this, Peter, because I, I feel like there was probably some inflection point that I should be aware of. Like, what is – like, we've decided – it's 50 years of hip-hop. Like, what was – was it like – what was the first moment? Like, why why is it now 50 years? Like, what happened, I guess, in 83? Uh, no, 73. I'll help you out there, JP. You listen, you've been partying a lot. JP. There you go. No, 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 no. Not That's a natural. Not That's a math guy, not, dude. He is not a mathlete. <laughs> no, no, mathlete you are not. Oops. Um, so, so the inflection point that has been determined to, to be the date that people have gone with, and I think it's a, not that my opinion matters, but I think it's a good one to make sense. It, it's August 11th, 1973, and it's a party. Leo time, baby, Leo time. Leo, Leo season, that's right. Um, of which I'm a member yeah. as well. It was it was a uh, a house party in the Bronx at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, um, thrown by Cool Herc uh, and his sister. And people, there's a flyer for it, and it's sort of this documented moment very early on that we have where there was a you know a jam thrown where DJs were bringing back breakbeats and doing hip hop as we know it. So could there have been a party prior to 73? Yes. Um, and then, of course, the first real commercial releases for hip-hop don't happen until later in the decade, most notably Rapper's Delight in 1979. But, right. yeah, it's just, it's just sort of the point where you could really, if you look back at it, you can see the beginnings right there, August 11th, 1973. What would you say in 50 years of hip-hop has been – like the biggest moment. Like when did it I, – I would argue now I, – I, maybe I'm wrong, dude. I, I don't know like music radio, like we know sports radio, but I would argue hip-hop's the most dominant form of music now, like from downloads and what people listen to. Maybe oh, country, oh, but been. I feel like – Hip-hop has infiltrated everything. Hip-hop is, right? Like, I, I mean, I remember – and hell, Peter, I've known you since I was – 10 or whatever so like you were always this like guiding light of good beats but like i i remember fifth grade i'm trying to think the first cd i ever bought was the chronic and then midnight marauders dropped i think a year later and was the soundtrack of my life when i was 12 or whatever the Mm -hmm. hell that was like when did it become the dominant form of, of music in the world really i don't i think that era is what took it there um i mean obviously you started getting really big radio records um in the late 80s uh jazzy jeff and the fresh prince you know your 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 run dmc's your beastie boys you you started having really big kind of crossover records but it still was a very niche sort of genre i mean i remember you know rap the hip-hop and rap section in the record store didn't even really appear until probably the early 90s, you know, like 89, 90, you would still go to the store, and if you were looking for rap tapes, you'd go to the soul section, and it would be mixed in there with next to, you know, I'll be sure, uh, you know. And so it was, um, I-, I would say that that era of the early 90s, the Chronic, uh, the Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style album, um, the Nas, 
the the biggie that sort of catapult of the of these new stars who were the new stars because it's important to also remember and this is again all just from my standpoint and observing it and talking to people about it there's a clear delineation of when the music changed basically around run dmc first and then really rock him where it went from sounded like hip-hop to sounds like this to real rapping as we know it today you know like it, it it went from Melly Mel, which was one thing and a really valuable thing. I don't mean to make light of it, a really valuable thing, but not the same level of artistry, maybe, that we would then get from Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, which then, of course, led us into that entire, you know, run in the 90s where we end up with Outkast and these really brilliant artists. And then I think when, when you settle in by the end of that decade, and you get to the late 90s, 2000, it really took over because mainstream music had that pop band run, the boy band run, and Britney. And honestly, as much as people love that time, and it's fun to go back and listen to the music from 2000, a lot of it really sucked. And as a result, <laughs> you know, Amen. I think hip-hop <laughs> slid in there as the dominant mainstream music right there in the late 90s, 2000, because pop mainstream music got so crappy otherwise. And you had this awesome, you know, um, Dr. Dre drops 2001, Eminem and Jay-Z become huge stars, DMX drops two albums in one year. All this stuff happens. That's it, man. Hip-hop took over. And I, I think what happened, that the other genres didn't have a problem connecting. And that, that, that kind of blew it up, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even think about, I was never into them, but, like, Linkin Park was a big band, right? Like, I never, I was always, I'm, like, an indie rock guy, not mainstream stuff, but whatever. And that Linkin Park-Jay-Z mashup, or whatever you want to call it, created, like, a whole genre of mashups, almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was huge, too. That, that whole period was big. Um, and it got into everything, where then the popular rock music became... Lincoln Park and Limp Biscuit and all this music that also was essentially derivative of hip hop too. Seriously, oh, yeah. God, Limp Biscuit was so bad. Um, I, I, I do. <laughs> I, I want to ask you a couple things football wise before we go because I could ask you these types of questions for an hour, and I think my boss would get mad at me. So, um, Ron Rivera says Sam Howell is more than likely QB one. Are you cool with that decision? Um, I saw you post that yesterday. Um, I can't say I'm thrilled by this thought, um, only because, you know, I, I was excited to see Sam Howell, and I think he has potential. However, again, I'll ask the same question. Like, if if you're telling me now that Sam Howell is going to be QB1 next year, I, I still need to know then why we were starting a broken Carson Wentz with the season on the line. You're telling me we had another guy? not just Heineke, but we had another guy who we're ready to hand the keys to, and we watched our yeah, season go I, down I, I the think toilet. the same way you do. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand. We, how about the, at least the hint that they may not be picking up Chase Young's fifth-year rookie option? Um, I'm not I'm – not, I'm, listen, I want to keep Chase Young, and I really hope it works out. To be honest, 
this is a – I could be wrong, but I view this as a big boy a big boy football decision. Not emotional, not we love the guy, he's awesome, he's from D.C., he loves to be here. How could you pick up the contract of a guy who was amazing for one year and since then has been a question mark? I mean, it would be really hard for me – it would be really hard for someone to convince me that it would be a prudent, responsible move to sign him to a huge money deal right now. Is that crazy of me? But, but I, I, I'm I, not talking about I, a huge money I don't, deal. I don't I'm just see, saying the fifth-year option. Yeah, I don't even, and then you lose all your but, leverage. But I don't see the, the reason that you have to have this discussion right now. Because for they me, you do it by May. You you do it by May, but you don't have to be discussing it right now. And it, it, I just think that now he was the, asked about it. He was asked defense. about it, but he's a guy who always says I I don't do stuff over the airwaves publicly. But it, but certain players, he does everything publicly. Okay, I just so think, real quick, how much the, the fifth year option is at the same rate, or it goes up a bit? No, it goes up. It, it's sizable. It, I don't. Have the number in front of me, but I bet it would be for a number two overall pick. I bet it'd be around twenty mil. I mean, it's 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 a big jump, but I well, just I guess, think I guess the question is: I you guess lose the question any is how... leverage with the guy when you bring it up, right? Right. That that's that's the concern. If you if you make him sweat this out, he's not going to forget. Um, I just I think I think they could be going into a situation where you got pain playing on a tag, and if I had to guess unhappy about it and then young is like man they're talking about me not picking up my option maybe not being happy about that and you're going into a situation where two of your most important defensive players aren't thrilled that, yeah. that i see a scenario with that, that, where can, that, unfolds. that that's sometimes a work in your favor though because they may be so pissed off that they're trying to prove a point and then all, they go out there and just ball out maybe that's well, what rod's well, trying to do well listen I, I guess the question i have is um, you know, what's your intention moving forward? If, if you want, if you want to, if you're willing to break the bank when it comes time for Chase Young, I don't think he's going to be so mad that if you give him the money. Listen, can I ask you a question though? Aren't we playing games? Like, is Chase really going to give them a discount in any way if they do give him the fifth year? And no and furthermore. No. If they give him a competitive offer with everyone else, they're they're right there with everyone else. Is he really going to walk away? As long as Maybe. you're willing to pay him when it's time, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. But, but by the way, that would be sort of petty. Let's be real; that would be sort of petty at Chase. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I love you, but you have not played. That's true. I I just think, at least publicly, you say, "Of course, we're picking up the option." And then maybe you don't, and maybe it goes a different direction. But I, publicly, he, here's the reality. And the the Giants just saw the worst version of this because they didn't pick up Daniel Jones' option. Didn't he he played well. pretty well. Now they got to figure it out, and they're kind of screwed, mm-hmm. right? I, I, it's entirely possible that if, if you're if you're not picking up a player's option. How about the Ryan Payne? Typically means you're going to. Same thing basically happened. Exactly, exactly. Peter, last thing, uh, Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Um, this game to me, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going back and forth on every day, and I think most people are. Um, right. To me, it's about like brain versus heart. My brain tells me Philadelphia is the more complete team. Um, my heart tells me, man, Patrick Mahomes is such an all-time great. 
he's he's not losing his second Super Bowl in a row. So I, right now I'm feeling the Chiefs. Me and you both. Thank you for the time, dude. And the video, the, the hip hop at fifty stuff is awesome. Keep posting it. Bro. I'm about to post another one right now. You're gonna like it. Rosenberg Radio, TikTok and Instagram. Give me a follow. There you All go, right, brother. That's our guy, Peter Rosenberg, King of New York. Appreciate his time. We also appreciate our friends at Paul Henry's Window Installation. They've done a tremendous job at my house. They've done a tremendous job at Brian's house. They give you fair pricing up front. No games. Sometimes you deal with contractors mm-hmm. and they play games. None of that with Paul. That's why I have always enjoyed working with him. And I know, Brian, you have too. I have, and I've done it, like I said, two times. I'm going to do it again because Paul comes in. He takes care of business, like he says. And then a lot of times they will beat what they tell you the estimate is. Told me he was going to be there from Monday to Friday, and on Wednesday they were rolling out on their way to your house. And I think that's the thing about it. You know, people come in, they're trustworthy, they're honest, and they're very fast with the job, and they get it right the first time. So call Paul right now to receive $100 off windows with the five-window minimum and up to $500 off doors. Contact Paul Henry's Window Installation today and tell him B-Mitch and Finley sent you. PaulHenry'sWindows.com. Your clear home improvement choice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.